everybody. Welcome to Cover 3 with me, TJ Smith, and Kyla Smith. Take it away, TJ. All right, all right. Hey, first and foremost, thank everybody for uh, listening and tuning in. Greatly appreciate uh, the love and support that we all get from you guys. Um, man, we're excited to be back. Cover 3, it's been a little bit since we've been able to get all three of us together and and have all the co-hosts together and cover some, some exciting topics. And man, this couldn't be um, more of an exciting topic than what we're going to, or topics that we're going to cover tonight. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce, we've got a couple special guests tonight. Um, we've got Kane Elliott, who was the head coach of Ohio. And then we have Wookie, who's been the coach of NIU. Um, and I say Ben because they've got some really exciting news about what they're going to be doing um, and, and them being called up to be ADs in their programs. So, um, Kane Elliott and Woodie, can welcome and congratulations. How y'all feeling? Uh, feeling good, man. Feeling good. Long, long road to get here, but... Excited to get the start and excited to get to work. Absolutely. Yeah, Kane, uh, how you feeling, brother? I'm right there with Wookie. I'm I'm excited. Uh you know, it's 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 been a long road, like Wookie said. I mean I, I can't imagine going through two years of the Mac. I mean that one year was enough for me. Uh so uh yeah, super pumped to uh be at the next level. No, absolutely. I- and and I, I I really enjoyed my time at the Mac. As, as stressful as it is, I I know I gained a few gray hairs. I probably lost a few more than what I gained. Um, but it's an experience I wouldn't trade because like I have a passion for Miami Ohio Red Hawks, and I never would have had that passion if I wasn't in the Mac. Right, so oh, it's it definitely an experience. Yeah, it gives you a completely uh, new appreciation for the league. Can I just say that I'm jealous that NIU is getting a brand new field and probably brand new <laughs> uniforms the year I leave? Like, what? What's up with that? Right. <laughs> I mean, that field was. I, know. I don't know if you guys saw that that little intro thing for Rams, but my god, oh, yeah. that thing was sexy. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, and revamp is going to be a topic we're going to discuss later on. Um, but man, you know, I, I look at my like Miami of Ohio, and I had two uniform combos. <laughs> That's it. So I'm I'm really hoping that they bring in the other like two to three combos that they have, because I think that'd be absolutely beautiful, for Miami Ohio. Um, but w- one of the things we're going to talk about is the new teams that that are that are coming this season uh, for, for season eleven. So some of them, I'm going to be honest, I was sort of surprised. I was sort of shocked when I looked and, and seen. I was wow, really that team? And that's not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. Am I saying that it really? But it just really really shocked me because there are teams that I think we all can agree on. We probably thought we were going to be shooing when it comes to 16th expansion. 
And, and for me, like Uga, I was like, they got to bring Uga in. Um, so, yeah, Kyler, tell me, what are, what are your thoughts with these six new teams? Because right now what we've got, and correct me if I'm wrong, we got Washington State, Washington, Mizzou, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You are correct. All six teams this season. Tell me, what are, what are your thoughts? What was your impression when you saw the announcements being made of these are the six new teams coming in? Well, uh, it was a little bit lackluster for me because I was five seconds behind you and we were on the phone, um, you know, just talking because, you know, we're always excited whenever, you know, there's a big announcement. Like last year, we called during the halftime show with the Natty and things like that. Um, and it was really annoying for me for you to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. They're bringing in, you know, so-and-so and, you know, oh, they went there. Like, oh, thanks. You ruined my surprise. Um, but no, it was, it was it was really cool. I think uh, definitely Washington and Washington State are two teams I really like watching, um, you know, yeah. IRL. So I think it'll be really cool to bring them in. It adds a really cool dynamic and, you know, an even better dynamic to the Stern Bowl now. Oh, yeah. Um, Wisconsin's a little bit out of left field. That's not one I would have expected. Um, but, you know, I mean, they definitely have their place and are a big name school. Um, so, I mean, that's that's definitely something, you know, uh, if, if I could have, like, exchanged a team and put one of my own in, it would have either been, like, Mizzou or Wisconsin, and I probably would have brought in, like, Ugga um, for either one of those, just because I think Ugga's, like, a bigger school, probably Mizzou. Um, you know, just so you have like the SEC more balanced out and you'd have like, you know, Florida UGA and Tennessee UGA, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think all the right decisions were made. Uh, the right spots were filled. The right spots were opened up, you know, for people who wanted to take over the, the teams they got. Um, you know, it was, it was cool. It was definitely uh, an interesting night especially when they were like oh we have one more and i was like oh who is it and then they said you and i was like oh great i get to see a graphic for him and uh yeah no that didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) mike mike's never gonna be able to live this down you know if you go (laughs) oh and eight you just don't get a graphic i guess that's how it goes (laughs) on his own show I mean, it was a rough year. That's all I can say. Steven only went 0 and 7. He did not Yeah, Steven only went 0 and 7. So it's not his fault. No. No. Not true. There's another one. You just made Boise feel better about themselves. (laughs) But they had a 12 game season. Yeah. They went 0 and 12, right? (laughs) They went 0 and 12. So you're you're still good. Don't worry about it. Feel a little bit better. Feel a little bit better. Steven, man. Um, so, you know, being the interim AD for Florida, um, you sort of knew what the teams were well before most other people. You're just sort of in that room and you're privy right. to that stuff. But when you first saw it in there, did any of them sort of take you back or were you like, man, they, I, I really like those teams? What, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I guess the only one that kind of caught me off guard a little bit was South Carolina, I guess. Um, 
Only because, you know, we run that one for the senior game. Um, uh-huh. So, and I don't know why. I would have, I'm a North Carolina fan. So, I would have liked to see the Tar Heels, I guess, more than the Gamecocks. Um, you know, <laughs> I guess, and uh, I used to live right outside of uh, where Clemson is in Greenville, South Carolina. So I've always had, a, you know, a lot of hate for the Gamecocks. So, but other than oh, that, yeah. no, I thought it was great. Um, they brought Washington back, which I think was super good. Um, you know, I like, I think Mizzou's going to be a good look. Um, you need something more, you know, towards the middle over there kind of. Um, yeah, bringing in Oklahoma last year. Um, you know, I guess Wisconsin, you can kind of say is kind of out there, but what other Big Ten schools you really brought in? You know, maybe Michigan State or something. Penn State. Penn State. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah but they're. It's that's Penn the State. Only, they got a lot of history. Can't argue it's Penn State. Bring them in, though, is because they're Penn State. Um, yeah. They're not getting any sweet jerseys over there. They're going to be. <laughs> nah, it's, 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 it's a true combo. At least for Wisconsin, you have like three sets or four sets. Um, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's kind of one of the things. Like South Carolina, they have like five sets. Um, you know, yeah. And all of them yeah. are cool. Yeah. Tennessee, same thing. Uh, pretty much all the teams um, that came in, I guess, besides Washington State, really. Um, you know, it has a nice jersey selection now. So, can't be mad about that. No, absolutely not. So, we've got, we've got our two guests, and these were their top schools, right? Everybody, for the most part, got their number one school. Right, but two people. Um, yeah, but and you get you get a uh, Kane Elliott who's going to be bringing in Tennessee, and then Wookie gets man. I know Wookie's probably over the moon bringing get not. I mean, he's not bringing in a team, but he gets to take over his number one choice team. like, the, And when you have that sort of level of passion for a program, it's always a great fit. Like, that's who you want to be in that program. Um, Kane, talk to me. Tell me, and when you saw Tennessee's logo pop up, how ecstatic were you, man? <laughs> man, I was pumped. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, my top choices were uh, Tennessee and Georgia. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm a huge Tennessee fan. Tennessee was my number one. Uh, die hard uh, but I felt like Georgia was you know long overdue uh, in the league so I, I was really expecting Georgia so uh, the moment I saw saw the orange I was like oh, oh come on come on and, and then it turned into the T and uh, yeah I was pumped uh, it's just it's a lot easier to uh, to sell something that you're passionate about you know yeah. uh, and, and I think the admins did a great job of putting all these guys, you know, in places that they, they are passionate about because, I mean, that's that's where you're going to get the most success out of out of all these ADs. So uh, I'm extremely happy. I couldn't be happier. Absolutely. 
Now, any teams that sort of shocked you when you when they got announced, you were like, man, I'm. Uh, I was a little surprised by South Carolina. I would say I would I would have expected Georgia before South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but then finding out that you know, like that's that was that Kickler's top choice, or just knowing that. Well, I don't. I guess Kickler, right. his top choice is Alabama, but you know. Uh, so at least he's getting to be able to come back into the SEC. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> all right, Wookie man. We all know your love and passion for Notre Dame. I. It, it's no secret. And you know, me and you talked um, off on the side, and was like. Man, how you know the what if scenarios? Because um, like we knew we were getting the eighty spot, we just had no clue where we were going. And you're like, "Oh man, where am I gonna go now?" And when you saw your name pop up under Notre Dame, like run me through your mindset at that point. Oh man, it it was totally elation, man. It was uh, that was it. I was paralyzed and shocked for a second. Uh, Little no fat, like I'm just like this kid from South Bend, Indiana. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know when the, then I made my player and uh, Notre Dame never called. And then I went to the transfer portal and Notre Dame never called. <laughs> but now <laughs> Notre Dame has no choice. Their Reaper is coming home, and I'm, I'm just pumped to be here. Uh, excited to get to work and. I sorry for any Notre Dame player that likes green jerseys or likes alternates. Uh, we don't do that here. And so, the green jerseys look good. In if the we're Notre home, Dame, so the helmets look better and everything. It, 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 it don't it don't matter. And if we're home, we wear blue. If we're away, we wear white. That's Notre Dame. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Along with them I, golden I, I'm helmets. I'm a real-life Notre Dame fan. I just – I can't agree with that. I've always loved the green. You know, I grew up 40 minutes from – How many times have we lost a big I mean, game in green? That, but sooner or later, I mean, we're going to win. Maybe. I see Playing the game – playing the game of probabilities here. It's like the Dallas Cowboy blue jerseys, man. They're just curse. Just keep them away. Cowboys wear white. I mean, I don't know. I love them, but – you know, growing up 40 minutes from there, I just love, I love the green jersey. <laughs> maybe, maybe if, if, if you're nice enough to, to Wookie, he may throw I mean, the green jerseys this once. This I just want to see one game. <laughs> i tell you what, we go undefeated for four straight seasons, I'll wear a green jersey. <laughs> I'm never seeing them. I'm never seeing <laughs> them. Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, he may give you it for the exhibition game. How's that? Yeah. Can we compromise oh, yeah, that'd there? That'd be nice. <laughs> if I get an exhibition game, I'll wear the green jersey and I'll hate it every second. Wait. Awesome. I need it. I need it. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't matter if we win or lose that one. If they're cursed, it doesn't matter. We're good. It's just Man. an exhibition game. It don't count. I just love them. I love the green jerseys. Now I understand how Mears felt with uh, Rev and I demanding that we wear black. That's all you. He's the same way I goes A and M. He loves the tradition the unis. So Oh, the lost king. He'll come back. Yeah, so now I understand right, so, his pain. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and you know, and A and M's the same way. You know, you sort of go with just the classic. It's what seems right. You know, um. So, you know, moving on and going into some some thoughts on these these programs coming in, and unfortunately, Kane, you you're gonna have to sit out for this one because. Well, you're bringing a brand new team, brother, and um, you, you you have no thoughts on how they did this past season because they just didn't exist. Uh, but uh, I want to get Wookie, give me your thoughts on Notre Dame this season. What are some good things that you looked at this program and you're like, man, I really love what they're doing here? Um, whether it's the players, maybe it's the chemistry on the team, maybe it's the you know, just how hard they played, the players themselves, whatever the case may be, what is the positive that you took from watching Notre Dame this season? Well, it's very evident that Kickler and I share a very similar DNA when it comes to building a team and it comes to our offensive game plan. Everybody knew that NIU was a power-run football team. We're going to run the ball down your throat. Notre Dame is very much the same way. They're going to run the ball down your throat. They're going to take some chances, and they play good defense. So I think it's a natural fit. It's a good transition, especially with the players that they have out there. They have a lot of great talent. Um, It's kind of weird because, I'm like you said, we're in that weird transition phase right now where I'm still on Texas A&M, and I'm still in the playoffs. And there's a very good likelihood that I'll be playing my future team on Thursday. (laughs) So Yeah. You know, I'm rooting for Kickler. He knows that I have had his back pretty much all year just because uh, the passion I have for the program. We've always just chopped it up. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, man, I kind of hope they lose for that playbook draft spot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know he wants to win a championship, and I'm sitting there like, last pick? <laughs> what? You, you want to do that to me, Kickler? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get the trophy, and I get the last pick. That's messed up. Yeah, that'd be – man, that'd be a rough <laughs> one. And, then, you know, and that game's going to be so much, so much emotions for you because you've got your player invested in Tamu. If, if that scenario worked out where those two teams played each other, who do you root for, man? Oh, I got a root for that playbook draft spot, so I'm definitely going with Texas A&M. I, I told Eric when he <laughs> recruited me I was going to win him a championship, and I, I intend to make true my promise to him. No doubt. I, I love it, and, and I got nothing but respect for Eric and, and what Tamu has done this season. And I called it early on, and even Kyler's mentioned it to me. He's like, man, you know, after week two, he's like, oh, I thought A&M was going to be something, and Said, so just just give them time, brother. I know what they can do, and and here y'all are, y'all are doing those things. So I'm super proud. Uh, he's had to get uh, mirrors that that special water bottle that you've seen the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, he gives him plus five speed, and he actually looks like a football player when he drinks it. Yeah, he's been drinking that juice. <laughs> <laughs> he's been bring, he's been drinking something because that Joker never caught an interception no, last season. This, no, this he season. was brick handed. I'm telling you what, that dude ran 80 yards on the field and no one called him. That that tells you something. It's like a 71 yeah. speed or something like that. Like he, he's just slow as dirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the fact that – and he was sitting there outrunning me. I was like, man, someone juiced his water bottle or something. 
he was just so he was just so excited and so happy he caught that that the adrenaline just went through straight through his body. Yeah, he body appreciated. I was joking with him in the locker room. I was like, the whole time you were running that INT back, the only thing I heard in my head was "Run, Forest, run!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, absolutely. Um, you know, so I look at when I look at Florida, because you know, the fortunate thing is being a diehard Gator fan. I grew up 30 minutes south of Gainesville, and I have been to so many Gator events. That's just not even funny anymore. I mean, hell, me and my daughter even went to a, a Gator gymnastics meet together. Um, that's how invested I am into the UF program. Um, man, when I look at Florida this season, and I think their their record doesn't really reflect the kind of talent that they have. Um, and you throw somebody like Steven into, hey, I know you're just going to be the DC this year, but surprise you're going to have to step and be in the AD. Steven, brother, I got to give kudos to you, man. You've you done a hell of Appreciate a job with that man. program. Appreciate um, it. Oh, 100%. I couldn't have done it. What he did this season, I would have cracked under that kind of to get a win, man. And he was calm and collected. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, you hung in there with yeah. with Alabama. And let, uh, let's all be honest, Alabama's looking really good. This season, definitely, in my opinion, a top five program. Um, and yeah, you lost by three. And I, man, I, I just want to give you kudos, brother, publicly. Everybody can hear it that listens to this. You've done a hell of a job, and I appreciate everything that you've appreciate done for that it, program, for that team. Holding it down for you to come take over. Now it's time. Now it's time to get these wins, man. Get this championship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I look at that team and I look at, you know, when I'm looking at what is it that I look at and, and see in this team that was good, they have potential. They have the potential to be great. And, and that's my takeaway from this season, brothers. Florida's got potential. Watch out. Watch out for the Gators. Um, Kane, I know I told you you're going to have to take a back seat, but, and I just want to sort of get your thoughts. What are you for Tennessee this season? Cause I just know you're so hyped about that program. You're ready to hear Rocky top, you know, every home game. Um, that rivalry game between Florida and Tennessee is going to be nasty. <laughs> well, I mean, Tennessee's won how many games against Florida in the last like 30 oh, years? So. It's going to look like, it's going to look like the Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, years. We're going back to 98. I'm never beating Florida. <laughs> yeah, I've never beating Florida. Great team, just can't ever beat Florida. Tough. Nope. Dang. No, I'm uh, I'm stoked. Like I've already, Spicy, I've already, uh, you know, started kind of trying to to uh, get an idea of, you know, I got I got a blank slate, get an idea of what I want my roster to look like, um, and hopefully can make that happen this off season. But yeah, I. I I'm I'm so stoked to to hear Rocky Top through the through the speakers and and uh, <laughs> just just get started really and and I'm excited about going into the SEC. It's gonna be so competitive. Uh, you know, I I 100% believe that 
Florida, Alabama, like the Tennessee's true rivals. Those are going to be great games. Uh, and then, you know, Clemson oh, yeah. in the mix with, with the Diddle brothers and Miami and Alabama. We know, we know who they are and Auburn, of course. Uh, so it's just, it's a gauntlet and I'm already like thinking, I'm probably thinking way ahead of things and I probably need to focus more on, on building a team <laughs> with no players. Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super excited. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and now I want to transition to, you know, Wookie, I want to sort of get your thoughts on, like, where do you see is the most needed improvement with Notre Dame from the season or, you know, season 10 to, to season 11? Where do you see I need to come in, this is what I need to fix? Honestly, uh, I think I'm taking over a pretty good program. You know, they they haven't really showed much weaknesses. I mean, there was a couple games out there where I'm sure they'd like to have it back, but every team's going to go through that. Every team has the growing pains. I mean, Texas A&M got blown out by Notre Dame, then we lost to Eastern Michigan the following week. And here we are, number three in the nation. So, it, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. But all in all, they have a stud defense, and they have great linebackers. Um, I know they're going to have a top two safety coming into the next next season, so I don't have yep. any worries there. Um, offensively, it's right out my DNA. It's run the football and just take some shots. And I'm super excited to get into Big Ten. I know uh, Lee J is going to be joining me, one of my former teammates and former colleagues mm-hmm. in the MAC. So I can't wait to match up against him at Wisconsin. And you know, Chef Pock is taking over Ohio State, and you know, Smith. Third at uh, U Dollar Sign, and uh, yeah, very excited to step into the Big Ten. And oh, of course, Allen. Yeah, just, just bet, bet. <laughs> uh, he, you know, he's going to circle that game. Oh, I, that game has been circled for me. I've been telling him ever since I started coaching to put Michigan on my schedule. Now he can't avoid me anymore, so it's all good. <laughs> That's I am awesome. inevitable, and I'm coming for them receives. Love it. Love it. Love to hear it. Um, and, and, you know, when I when I look at Florida, and the only weakness I, I've got to say for Florida is just that D-line, right? Uh, at really the front seven. Because, um, man, their, their secondary is second to none. Um, the front seven, we got a little bit of work to do, right? But we're going to feel that. T.J. Smith's obviously transferring in uh, to, to help with the D-line. And um, we got in, We know what we need to pick up. But, uh, man, that defense is going to look scary, Steven. Yeah, I'm excited, uh, brother. We're going to make this defense time. beautiful. I think it's time. Uh, we're going to get that number one defensive spot this year. Uh, I'm calling it right now. Um, we're ready. We're ready. So – does that mean you're officially staying? I think uh, Dominic Salisley and uh, Josh Clayton has something to say about number one defense. Next year, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you better wear them green jerseys when you play us in the championship. (laughs) 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 I'll tell you what, Steven. If we play Florida next season, I will wear the green jerseys just for you. Oh, man. Love it. (laughs) No, look at that. Nah, I agree, Stephen. Man, that our defense is going to be phenomenal, brother. Yeah. We're gonna, we got some work to do. 
we got to hit the weight room. We got to get, we got to get some, pick up some people, but you know, yeah, brother, we're going to be, we're gonna be solid. We're going to be solid. Situated, you know, we'll be, uh, I think we'll be all right. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, man, I'm, I am super stoked for season, for season 11. Like, <laughs> I thought I was stoked for the, you know, coming into mat play, you know, as a mat coach and, and all the heartache and the pain of recruiting against all these P3 teams and, and everything. Um, recruiting was really difficult, um, but it was a challenge and I loved it. And I'm all, I've never shied away from that. Um, what I do want to get is moving on to these new mat coaches and, Man, the match is gonna look a lot different. Yeah, we got a couple brothers that that stayed back, you know, Willie D and uh, Corey Dobbins, and they're gonna hold down the floor and, and really help out these this next generation of Mac coaches. And man, I love those two guys to death. They're they're great people. Um, but you know, I'm just gonna run through this real quick. So Ball State gets Z money. Then Bowling Green gets Rory coming from Miami. EMU, obviously, Willie D's going to stay there. And I know that joker. He's he's motivated. He he wants to win the MAC title for EMU. Kent State's going to pick up EJ Ruiz. Toledo's going to keep, keep Corey Dobbins. And, and, man, in so many games, Toledo was so close. It's going to be dangerous if they can keep that roster or at least half that roster that he's got. What I do want to talk about real quick is since the three of us are on here and we're leaving our MAC teams and we've got these guys coming in trying to fill the shoes of Kane Elliott, who ended up being a MAC title champion. We've got Wookie, who's got two years of experience or two seasons of experience in the MAC. And then you got me coming out vying for the MAC title. Wookie, what you're picking up? Lord Thanos, uh, aka Prince Vegeta, is coming in and they're going to replace you as a MAC coach. What are your thoughts? Man, I love his energy. Yeah, he's picked up right where I left off. He's all over League Chat with the NIU love. And I love to see it, man. Uh, he has a great, he's a great locker room. He has, a, he has a great core of guys staying that have committed to staying to NIU. So he has a, a great foundation to build off of. Uh, he's asked me for some advice already, and I said, man, just be yourself. The foundation's there. Yeah. You just do you, man. Uh, this is your team. Don't worry about what I did. Don't worry about how – obviously, don't do what I did because what I did didn't work. So <laughs> try something different. <laughs> for a little guy. Try something different and beat Ball State for me. Uh, but other yeah. than that, it's bittersweet, man. It really is. I was the first person to send a message in the Mac Lee chat. You know, <laughs> I've yeah. been there since the day one. So it's going to be a bittersweet day when uh, I get the AD tag and, you know, I get removed from the uh, the Mac League chat and I get removed from the Mac coaches chat because it's been yeah. fun. It's, been a long two seasons but it's been fun man and 
I can't wait to see the culture these guys bring. I mean, the foundation's been set. It's been laid down by a bunch of good head coaches uh, that have gotten moved up. And, you know, I, I'm very excited to see where the Mac goes. And as always, go Huskies. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And I think he's going to do really well there. He's definitely got the energy um, and the desire to be successful. And that, that, you, can't, you just can't coach that. Um, so that great fit for him. Um, Kane, one of your former players is stepping up. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm beyond excited for, uh, for Beaver to, to take over Ohio. Um, you know, when I, when I first joined the league, uh, K town was a coach at Ohio and, and, you know, I was, I was eager to learn, uh, from him. Uh, and I was lucky that he, you know, he fed me all this information while I was playing at Ohio and I was, you know, I'm helping him game plan and whatnot. And ultimately that, that led me to here. Uh, so when I set out to recruit last off season, I, I really focused on, I wanted to find one guy that, that was passionate about coaching or had a high interest in coaching. And I, and I just wanted to, you know, mentor them the same way I was mentored. Uh, and, you know, hopefully keep the coaching tree going. Uh, I kind of called it earlier. I was talking to Legion. I said, uh, Legion kind of has a coaching tree going, you know, it started with, with him and then K town and then me and then, and then Beaver. And we're all like keeping it within Ohio. So I'm hoping that, that Beaver can keep it going. Uh, and, I've got all the faith in the world that he's uh he's gonna do great and you know I think I I think I've told him everything I know I don't know <laughs> hopefully uh hopefully I've told him enough and uh yeah I'm super excited for him. Uh, that's awesome because Beaver's such a great guy. Um, you know when I watched him in Matt chat, watched him in League chat, and just the way he tries to interact with people, he's definitely got the personality to to go out there and do well uh, in the, on the recruiting trail. And, and he's easy to talk to, which is great. So, and, and then he's also got his, that's where he started, you know? So he's, he sort of has a passion for that program um, to an extent. So, man, I love seeing him be, take that over. And then, then we got Juice Jammer taking over Miami, Ohio. And man, I love Juice. Like that dude is so active, and brother Juice, if you're listening, you're gonna do great, brother. I know you've already hit me up, and I'm here for you 24/7. You can hit me up on anything, ask me any question. I'm here to make you better, make up Miami of Ohio better, because I'm all once a Red Hawk, always a Red Hawk. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, go do great things there. Um. It, the three of us are the only ones that have Matt coaching experience. So, Wookie, as a Matt coach, what is the one advice you would give to these new Matt coaches coming in to step up? Be yourself. Uh, be genuine. And just take it one step at a time. I mean, don't look. My first season in the Mac, I came in and I've been very public about this, about my own downfall. Uh, I was very cocky coming out of Clemson. You know, I was on the unofficial coaching staff at Clemson, and I was heavily involved in the game planning, and, you know, I thought I was untouchable, and I walked into the MAC thinking that, you know, my crap didn't stink, and I was going to run through these guys, 
and uh, was rudely, rudely awakened. So don't fall, don't fall into that trap. No matter how good you think you are, you're not. So, um, yeah. second piece of advice is don't ever believe you're a hundred percent right. Don't ever fall in love with the first setting you see that that works. Uh, make sure you test it. Make sure you're going through and trust what you see. Because what you see is probably what you're going to get nine yep. times out of ten. So don't look too far into it. Don't look too far out of it. Just trust what you're looking at. and You'll be fine. As far as recruiting, you're going to win some. You're going to lose some. And it's a long, long road of recruiting. Oh, yeah. It doesn't end. It's and- not like the Power 3 guys where you get a you, – you're at – National Signing Day, you're done. Like, no, it doesn't end. So, no, you can you can start zero and three, and you can land a guy that changes your culture and changes your program in week four, and you'll be just fine. So, just stick with it, uh, keep the faith, and more importantly, just go put on a show, man. It's what we're here for. Absolutely, Kane. What advice do you have for these guys? Uh, kind of reflecting back on what I was saying uh, a minute ago. Uh, go find you a, a uh, unofficial assistant. Um, for me, it was very beneficial, and I, I don't think I would have had the success that I had without, you know, having other guys that were eager to run sims and learn how to run sims, and and just them running sims and getting back to you with numbers and and whatnot. That uh, was super helpful. Um, and other advice I would say is, uh, don't forget what the end goal is. Like, you know, when in recruiting. I mean, for me personally, what worked for me in recruiting and, and the way I like I, where you want to be, obviously you want to be in the power three. Um, so you kind of got to take that mindset. You can't, you can't really treat it as a, you're trying to build a dynasty with a Mac, a Mac team. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. you kind of got to keep that mindset and, and that's, that's what guys want to hear. No, Absolutely. You know, I'm gonna give my thoughts, and then I'll, I'll give my co-hosts their their opinion, you know, their ability to to add to uh, our discussion here. Is um, Juice hit me up after it was announced that he was taking over Miami, Ohio, um, last night, and he's like, "Hey, man, what tips do you got? What 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 advice do you have?" And I was like, "Brother, come in with a vision of how you want your your team to look and how you want it to to be, and be prepared to change." Um, recruiting is going to do that to you. You're going to go after somebody and you're like, this is the kind of QB or this is the kind of halfback I want. And then you're going to hear no. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, now I got to go back to the drawing board. But stick to your vision and just be prepared to change it. Right. Um, recruiting's a gauntlet. You're, and, and that's, that's true for any team, but especially the Mac because – a lot of guys are going to tell you, man, I really want to be in a P3. I want to go for a natty. And it's going to be hard to hear that. Um, and you're just going to have to tell them, hey, best of luck and, and try and overcome that obstacle. Um, so just like like Kane said, remember what your in-state goal is. And just every take it game by game. Um. Steven, brother, as an as a interim AD, as a defensive coordinator, you've been game planning, you've been recruiting, you've been 
every aspect of what it takes to be a Mac coach. Um, what are, what are some, what are your, your advice to, to uh, some of these new guys coming in? I mean, just take it, you know, one day at a time, really don't, don't think too much about it. Like, you know, if it doesn't happen to go your way, like that one, there's always the next one. Um, you know, cause there's a lot of stuff that we really can't control in this type of thing. Uh, I mean, that's, that's it. There's always people around to help you with whatever you need. Um, you know, if needed, don't be scared to reach out to somebody for it. Uh, just, uh, yeah. a lot of people have been in the league for, I mean, this is going to be the 11th season and you have people that have been there the whole time. Like we all had to ask you know, something at one time. Um, don't yep. try to make it seem like you need to do it all by yourself. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I blew up Neil's DMs yeah. constantly my first year in the MAC. Uh, he was he probably about blocked me. That's yeah. how many questions I was asking him. This clarification on the rules and, and yeah. what can I, can I do this? Can I not do that? What's the gray area of this? What is the... Yeah, man. So don't be afraid to reach out to your admin team either. You know, Neil's a guy that's always been helpful. Alan's a guy that'll be more than happy to help you. Yeah. Even if he gives you the math face. Yeah, no, I I, I reached out to Ware a lot for a lot of the questions I had. Um, You know, same thing with Pac. Um, You know, they all were there. You know, any questions that I had to, you know, no matter what it was, obviously, certain things they couldn't, you know. Um, so you got to make sure you word things a certain way, obviously. Um, but we've all had to start, you know, so just kind of, yeah, just, yeah, start somewhere. take it one day at a time, it'll, it'll all come together. Um, and like I said, just don't be afraid to ask a question. Um, I know it's hard sometimes, but just ask and then you don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah. And, and you, know, you, you got to swallow that pride, you know, sort of like, like what, what he was talking about is, no, right. Right. Trust me, brother, you ain't the best. <laughs> at, at this. There's always somebody better than you. So the, the, just drop that wall, go ask, ask for advice. Hey, I'm having trouble with my linebacker core or I'm having trouble getting the settings right for, for how I do my corners. Okay. And we can talk not about right. it. Like we're not going to go in specific setting numbers, but we can talk about, okay. So if you want your corners to do this, what do you think would be the best way to do that? Right. So just ask questions is essentially what we're getting down to. Um, and, you know, Kyler, I know you, you don't have any real experience in recruiting, or any of that stuff, but you helped game plan a little bit f- with me um, at Miami. Um, what what would be your advice for, for these new guys coming in? Um, well, that was actually uh, a big part of what I planned on saying. Um, so I can't really speak to the coaches because I don't know. Um, I do actually plan on entering the coaching portal, um, you know, this off season um, and, you know, seeing what my options are, um, you know, 
I know Clemson's opening up, so a possible return there, you know, any, any place that's willing to have me um, and just give me that opportunity. Cause I do now have some game planning experience, which I'm thankful for uh, being with you. Um, so my advice to a player would be to really just soak up as much knowledge as you can. Cause I mean, this league is about advancing, you know, as you know, there are people who are just going to be, you know, lifelong players and don't have any interest in coaching. Um, yeah. I am not that way. I came into the league with the goal to be a coach. Um, AD was never really a big goal of mine. Um, and, you know, maybe down the road that'll happen. But as of right now, I'd like to stick to the head coaching thing. So for the newer players, I'd really say, like, find a coach who you meld with. And obviously, you know, you being my uncle, we are very similar as far as like, you know, mental process, we were raised by the same people. Yeah. You know, we just have that, you know, instinctual uh, commonality between us. Um, so find somebody who you really connect with, uh, find a coach who can teach you. Like if for the first, what was it? Four weeks. I was just learning under you and like yeah. you were running Sims and I was like, Hey, how does this work? How does this work? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what do I do if I want to do this? You know, things like that. And I actually, one week, because a little uh, inside baseball, the uh, the Xbox that uh, TJ uses is uh, an Xbox I bought, and he bought the game. And, you know, because he was going to be the DC at TAMU, so I let him use that. Um, and I was like, yeah, no, it's all yours. It stays at his house. But for the Ball State game, he was like, hey, you know, he was busy and, you know, yada, yada, and he game planned a little bit. And he's like, hey, I want you to take the lead on this. Now he still finalized the game plan and things like that. But, you know, that was something that was a real milestone for me was being able to game plan that. Um, so I guess my advice to the coaches would be to really give these new guys a chance because they might do great. Um, and, you know, we held Ball State to the lowest points they scored all year. You know, um, you know, just I would say to the coaches, give the guys a chance. And to the, the players, I would say, you know, find somebody who you can connect with and learn from because that's probably the most important thing you can do in the Mac. As a coach, you're here to teach and to learn to a certain extent, but what's a teacher that doesn't learn? And yeah. as a player, you are there to soak up as much as you can to transition you into the power three. Yep, absolutely. So that's that's what I got to say. No, awesome, awesome. So we're going to transition to our last topic, and, and that's revamped. And, and I'm going to sort of take a step back on this one, and I really want Steven to sort of take the helm on this one just because I don't have much experience with revamped and nowhere near as much as, as what Steven does. So, Steven, what's your thoughts on revamped, um, and, and what questions do you have about it that you want to ask to, to our I guests? Mean, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I've been running it since it came out. Uh, I actually run tests for the PC version uh, for them. Um, uh, I'm glad that we're bringing it. Uh, I think it will be, uh, you know, you have the jerseys. A lot of the the look is a little different. Updated fields, um, the uniforms, the players. Um, you know, nobody's wearing them. You know, stupid big elbow pads. Um, as the as the quarterback, you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> unless we put it on there. Uh, 
So stuff like that. The new AI for it, I think, is a lot better. It uses, uh, I believe, 125 plays now from the playbook instead of 35 with uh, the most released one, which is Volume 9. I'm running Volume 10 right now, um, but they haven't had any new AI stuff in 10. Uh, it all came in 9. Um <laughs> Well, I mean, that's it. I I think it's going to be, you know, it helps spice it up a little bit. Okay. And, and you know, Wookie, what's your thoughts on revamped? Because um, my understanding is won't be as no, many uh, screenplays. They took that out, too. So <laughs> you're not really. It used to run the screenplay almost every third down. Um, so they... Yeah, that's gone. Yeah. And so, Wookie, what's your thoughts on revamp? Oh, uh, man, uh, that's something that, you know, has been talked about and discussed in the league since I joined in Season 8. So I knew it was only a matter of time before we made the jump, and I think it's going to be a welcome change. You know, uh, a lot of the uniforms, even for these bigger-name schools, are just – they're outdated. They're timed. Um Notre Dame having right. bronze mm-hmm. helmets instead of gold helmets, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the, just the field updates. That way you can have uh, Texas A&M in the Big 12 and have the field have the Big 12 logo on it. And, you know, have that custom ability to it. Obviously, with the CFSL logos on the field and whatnot, I think that gives us a yeah. little bit more uh, – legitimacy when people watch the screens you're like oh, okay this is what they're doing this is this is cool i want to be a part of this and uh i think it's great for the league man i really do uh as much as i hate having more <laughs> notre dame jerseys in there but it's all about options and and kane you know, have you messed with revamp much? Um, and what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, so I, I've had revamped for a while now. Um, I haven't ran Sims on it uh, just because I was worried about the uh, it changing the what what happens in the games. But um, you know, I, I do still play it, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, mostly, mostly excited for the Smoky Grace. That's going to be nice. Uh, <laughs> Florida will definitely get the nice. smoky grace. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's super clean. Uh, you know, and the only thing that, you know, Mike had, had mentioned it in the, last night during halftime, you know, they, they're going to have to figure out a way to use it and, and still make coaching matter uh, with the sliders and whatnot. Yep. Uh, so that that's a concern, but I got, I got no uh, – problem thinking that you know they're going to figure it out no absolutely and and you know when you got people like steven who who helps test these things you know he's definitely a go-to guy that you can say hey how do we do this um you know lean on people with that kind of experience um look hey like i said i I greatly appreciate y'all coming this is all of the topics What's that? If you would like to, but Steven, if you would like to DM me the uniform okay, combinations yeah. that Notre Dame does have, so I can, <laughs> I'd be okay. With yeah, <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I think you'll like them. 
because I have revamped, but uh, mine uh, definitely downloaded weird, and I have an <laughs> Army helmet, a Louisville helmet. <laughs> I have all kinds of weird stuff going on for my, yeah, my it, stuff, so I think I, I gotta tear it down and redo it again. Which, uh, <laughs> I think it would have been volume eight, either eight point or seven point had the issue with that, but then they put out like an eight point one that fixed it. Like Maryland's helmet was on like Iowa for some reason, um, so you may just. Do you have nine? Are you updated all the way to nine? Yeah, that was nine that yeah. I downloaded. So it was. I think I just uh, something yeah, got crossed when it was saving. Show you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Appreciate you. <laughs> so that's gonna that's gonna end it for cover three tonight. Um. Kane, Woody, greatly appreciate y'all being here. Love having you on here. Um, definitely need to get y'all back on, um, you know, in, in these podcasts because this is this is one of my favorite things to do is podcast because it adds so much to the to the to the league, um, and it gives especially these new guys that are going to be coming in this off season. And I know podcasts are going to be galore uh, during the off season. Um, so there's going to be a lot of information. So if you're new to the league and you're listening to this. And this is your first season. Hey, just be prepared because like three or four podcasts tend to drop every week during the off season. And a lot of it's got some really great advice. So please go check out cover three, fourth and inches. Um, we got um, Southern fried with, with pack and DW. Then you've got uh, the one with, um, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Help me out, Wookie. Frozone and Steven. Frozone and, uh, yeah, yeah. Steven. Minor leaguer. Um, uh, Is that the minor leaguer? Minor leaguer. Minor leaguer, correct. <laughs> A.K.A. the hate on Texas A&M fan club. <laughs> so they can hate all they want as long as y'all keep doing well because I'm rooting for A&M all the way, brother. I just – uh. Not to you know throw shade or anything. I just remember a certain person on that show saying how Texas A and M was Dang. the worst team in the Power Three. <laughs> and I, I, I want to say that was you know we're not gonna throw names out <laughs> because I'm not throwing any shade. I'm not, I'm just saying. Then uh, <laughs> we in the Final Four. <laughs> That's right. So. I said to all the new players, listen to these podcasts, learn from these guys, because a lot of them have been in the league. For, for, they got experience in the league, and they're going to give you some great advice. So just listen to them, get invested. And, uh, all right, guys, take it we'll easy. We'll see you next time on Cover 3. <laughs>